Hi, my name is Kirsten Hoffman, and today you're watching the KTTV podcast, and we're going to be talking about Penelope at Katie Theaters UIL. I'm here today with Emily Adams. I played Penelope in the Penelope ad here, and I was a junior at Katie High School. Clay Lopez. I played Antonois, and I am a sophomore. Um, I'm Haley. I played Clyde T, and I am a freshman. What would you guys say was your greatest challenge developing this role that you played? Um, well, my greatest challenge with Penelope was dealing with the age variation. She starts the show in like the afterlife and she goes through her whole life story and she starts, she goes from the age of 15 to the age of 37, all within a span of 40 minutes. And it was a real challenge to figure out how to accurately play those ages so that the audience could tell there was a difference in the age of her growth on the stage. Yeah, the greatest challenge was definitely the just the differentiation between my character and myself because my character wasn't exactly the greatest guy ever. <laughs> so yeah. I had to understand the difference between me and him very clearly. And that took more than a few weeks to get down perfectly. Um, the greatest challenge for me was that um, the maids were like controlling Penelope's life and her like Hades and like just... Because Penelope was like, she didn't do some great things with the maids and neither did the suitors. And I think like the maids, like they were literally water. They like, they puppeteered um, Penelope in the end. We had all these movement pieces. And I think that was really like challenging for us because it was something that we weren't used to. And, you know, speaking of the movement pieces, what did you guys think of the, of them? Were they challenging for you or did you just enjoy them? What was that like? Um... It was fun once we got the hang of it. Um, we got to be like, we got to be waves. We got to be trees. Like we got to do all these like really fun and cool things. It was really hard at first because once again, it was something that we weren't used to, but Emily did a really good job choreographing that stuff and it was, it turned out really cool in the end. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, just... The movement pieces were great. I especially like the sword fight between me and Nate and Aldo. That's yes. Odysseus and Telemachus in the play. Um, it was difficult at first because we had to re-block it like four times. But we all got the hang of it eventually. And it was really fun in the end, I think. Yeah, coming from the standpoint of being the movement captain, movement director, whatever you want to call it in the show, it's really interesting to watch the difference in where the movement pieces start at the beginning of the show and where they progress to by the time we get to district and our public performances. It's really fun to get to work with um, everybody on each individual movement piece because everybody moves so differently and everybody has their own strengths and weaknesses. And it's fun to get to work with Miss T and work with the Furies and the Maids on their pieces and then go and work with the Waves and the Maids on like different pieces. And it it's different every time you do it and what you have in your mind doesn't always work, but sometimes the outcome is better than what you could have imagined. And it's really cool to watch that. So as you watched all of this develop, you had a lot of good moments that came up. So what would you say was your proudest moment in the show? 
Oh, my proudest moment was definitely the wedding dance. Um, it was towards the beginning of the show, and it was it was it was a bunch of different tableaus of different poses throughout the dance. And me and Nate, who played Odysseus, who was my husband in the show, um, we would dance across the stage. And as we danced, people would join into the dance, and then eventually everybody was dancing on the stage. And then they hit poses at, at the end, and it was a really cool moment to watch unfold and watch people like learn how to waltz together for the first time. It was really cool. Yeah, my proudest moment was my death. Spoiler alert, by the way, um, I die. <laughs> no, but like, it was certainly a challenge because I wanted to make it as realistic as possible to coincide with the content we were performing. And that was a bit difficult because I had never been stabbed before. So <laughs> I had to really understand exactly what it felt like to get stabbed. So my point in all of this is that I was, a, I was proud of myself for being able to understand how to get stabbed. That, that is a <laughs> wonderful way to phrase that, Claire. Um, for me, it was definitely when the maids became furious because we had to do all of these, like, really scary movement pieces, and we have to, like, twitch our, like, shoulders and our back, and we had to do all these, like, twitching things, and, like, for me personally, they, we had these like Velcro masks that um, one of our technicians, Molly, made and she did a really good job, but I could not get the mask on during rehearsals. Like it would always be upside down. It would get caught, it would get kept, it would be caught my hair and I could, couldn't fix it. But on show days or like UIL, I just got it on. I was like, okay, cool. But um, definitely becoming furious and becoming like a creature that isn't you, something like a monster. So yeah. So especially with these characters, they're all very, very different from you guys. So what was the process that you guys had to become these characters getting in and out of it? Well, I the thing with me is I can actually get into character quite quickly and out of character even faster. All I do is I just take deep breaths for like 30 seconds and imagine my character right in front of me. And it's a thing in theater where we imagine our character in a car with us and we give them the drive the the steering wheel but i don't do that basically i just imagine my character becoming me in a way it's hard to describe with words alone so yeah basically that's it yeah, the way that I figured out worked best for the show, because every show I do, I get into character in a different way. So with Penelope, it was really interesting because the whole show was a hell loop for her almost. And watching, um, going from what I would do is I would meditate for about five or ten minutes and then I would take my headphones and I would put them in and I would play these five songs that I had on a playlist on a loop and it basically took her through her story over and over again and got her into the mindset of the loop and that kind of just got me in my character and it was so easy for me to be able to pop into the show at any point because I had already lived through that loop like ten times. Um, I pretty much did the same thing as Emily. I made a playlist and I put my AirPods in it and I just like walked around and stuff. And I just thought like, kind of like the same thing, like the start to the beginning of the show. And it just had like some songs that I think would like help get into like that process of becoming my character. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And you know, the show, the characters were very strong and very different from you. And the content of the show was obviously much harsher than other shows that uh, we've done in the past. So what would you say that you want people to learn from this show? 
I definitely, after doing this show, want people to take away the fact that nobody is a villain in their own story. That this this story is an adaptation of the Odyssey, which is like a very like old piece of literature and it's a modern retelling of it from someone else's perspective and it's interesting to watch how the main character of the odyssey odysseus becomes villainized and that nobody thinks they're doing something wrong and that you have to put yourself in other people's shoes in order to be able to really understand where they're coming from and why they're coming from that place um I want people to learn from this show is not to take advantage of someone's friendship. And I think that because, like, I'm just throwing all the shade at Emily today, but um, <laughs> um, Penelope took advantage of the maids. The suitors took advantage of the maids. They all took advantage, like, everyone took advantage of the maids in the show. And that's why they became who they were in the end, these, like, devilish, creepy monsters, which, the, which I think the characters, like... Your Clea, which was um, one of the maids in um, the show, like they all watch the maids become who they think they are, really. They think of them as monsters and they become monsters in the end. So, yeah. The messages that I think I tried to portray was you should really understand what power is and you should understand that even if you have it, it doesn't make you invincible nor does it make you right. And I think that was really portrayed with how Antinous died in the end, because throughout the entire play, he had power over uh, Penelope and the maids, and he exerted that power. But in the end, he wasn't right in any way, shape, or form. And Odysseus used his own power to, yeah, kill him. And I don't think... I don't think he was right in that respect either. In that respect, I don't, I don't think anyone, anyone was right. That's it. All right. <laughs> um, and to conclude this uh, podcast, I want to ask you guys, what did the show mean to you? This show was my first, it was my second UIL, and it was my first really full show that I was cast as a lead in in Katie Theater. I've played like supporting roles and I stepped in for a lead in our winter show, but this was the first time that I was from the beginning. A large portion of the show, like a lot of the lines were mine and it was very it was a very challenging process and I it means so much to me to be able to tell such a dear story and such a real story that is very relevant to today and that's why the show is important to me because being able to tell that story every day and being able to like learn so much about other people's perspectives and about logic behind why things happen, it is very eye-opening. Yeah, this show meant a lot to me because I played the villain and what I by the end of the show what I wanted to do was use my power and use my privilege and use my voice to tell the story of a group of people who can't do it themselves. And I think that's essentially what all of us were trying to do. Just use whatever power we could have and muster to tell a story that isn't told often enough. Um, this show meant a lot to me because it was my first UIL and, um, <clears throat> sorry, I, um, I made a lot of, uh, new, like, friendships, I think, and, um, 
I was able to do movement that I've never done before in a show like ever and um, have all of these like, yeah, all these fun movements to do and um, have new friends and also just like have a good first DYL. And I'm really proud of what we came up with and that we got to tell our story this year. So thank you for all tuning in. And that concludes our podcast on Penelope.